I can't wait. Well, I can't wait one. Uh, Clint, Nick, David, welcome in to Talk or Go Home. Uh, we've got two special guests on today. I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited to be honest with you about both of them because uh, I have a feeling the stories that are about oh, to man. be exchanged are going to be legendary, and I'm really excited for that. But I'm going to let now you know one of the last times that. that we had two guests on. Or one of the most iconic times was mm-hmm. the All Fogged Up episode. All Fogged Up. I, do you think this is going to match All Fogged Up? I, I have high expectations. I have high lie. expectations. Too. <laughs> Just based off of the preliminary discussions right. that we've had, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a great episode. But I'm going to let, David, uh, I'm going to let you do the introductions because you, you know these gentlemen way better than I do. Well, we've got the one-man gang, Bone Lee, right here, and uh, Cap Mips, Kim Bledsoe. <laughs> Over here, and, and Vaughn, he kind of reached out to me on uh, Facebook. I think he saw where we'd put an episode on Facebook yeah. or something. He wanted to know if he could call in. I told him, well, you just need to come on. So we finally got it worked out where he could come on. Yeah. Now, have you gentlemen ever done anything like this before? I mean, obviously, maybe some some interviews, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely never. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is my first podcast, and uh, uh, Friday was my first uh, experience with karaoke. Oh wow! Okay. Oh okay. Yeah, a little, okay. Little, little behind the times, about. but it's well, okay. Well, it was. Uh, you know, we have a new principal there at Springville Middle School, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's uh, he's a go getter and everything. And so he uh, had had everybody doing karaoke there on, after everything had been done, all the envelope stuff with yeah. the grades and report yeah. cards going out. And so, uh, you know, I hid away as best I could. <laughs> you uh, couldn't escape though. Well, I, I couldn't, and I thought they had forgotten about me. I was in the gym cleaning up and everything, and then they they sent for me. Mm. And um, so I I had to do it. And, you know, Your song of choice was "Rapper's Delight." <laughs> <laughs> that I yep. did not expect uh, that. Well, you know, and and I, uh, <laughs> I was thinking Margaritaville or something. That's what I'm sitting there thinking. I did not expect okay, "Rapper's Delight." See, "Rapper's Delight," and of course, you know, the song came out about 1980 and everything, and I was about 19 years old when it happened, and so. Um, you know, the, the original version, the, you know, the, was on the LP album. It lasts almost 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so this is before the days of you know being able to look up on the internet, sure. the lyrics and stuff like that. And of course, so I, I actually listened to this back just over and over and over, and hand wrote the lyrics to this 15 minute song, and it took me Old about school. five hours. Old school. To get it done. <laughs> Scratch the record a little bit, delight. let it play. Exactly. Ah, he said this. Absolutely. And so, uh, and then after, of course, you spend that much time into it, that you invest that, you know, you have to, you have to learn it. Right. And so, yeah. I at one time I could do it. You know, the whole. So would you say that's kind of on your list of songs that you know and you pretty much know every word? And you'll almost never forget them. Almost. Yeah. Now, you know, when the thing was was rolling up there, the karaoke and everything, and I, of course, I had no idea that. I mean, I was actually singing. Right. It, yeah. it was like the music, and then the words come up there, and they had to restart it for me and stuff like that. So, so anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, the words are right there. I mean, they were on, on the TV and stuff, and so I was following along, and then one, I, I decided, I said, I'm on, I'm just gonna go without it. So I was, and all of a sudden, I caught myself, and I, I messed up. <laughs> yeah. So, but the best thing about it. You know, and I asked them, I said, now, we're going to do the long version or the short version. They said, you can stop whenever you want to. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Which is a good thing. It's back to the, the Coach Hawk thing. You know, I mean, I was, I was, I was wearing rappers to lie down. I was wearing it down, and I had to tell you, so hang on. All right, you've got five minutes. We're going we gonna to get back after you. Give me about five minutes. And so. Uh, Time out. Yes, yes. And so, you know, and of course, in Rappers to Lie, there's three dudes doing it. Right. Yeah. You know, you got one to Mike, you got Big Bang Hank, <laughs> and you got Master G. And so. He named them all. He did, he did. And so, you know. When when Wonder Mike opens up, the other guys is resting up, and then he hands it off to Big Bang Hank. So Wonder Mike catches so bread. They got a rotation going. That's right. what you're saying. And so you didn't then, have that. And so Master G jumps in there, and I and I'm doing all three of them. And I mean, it was like, you know, what, what a tag out you did. The, you did the work of three men. I did. I Good did. job. And, and so anyway, so it was a it was a great experience and everything, and and I enjoyed it, but not as much as I'm gonna enjoy this. Enjoy Gosh, that's great. Now, that's a good idea. I, mean, I thought you were gonna tell us you went to Velmas. Velmas karaoke and trust. Oh me. no, no! I heard they go open it yeah. up. Yes, yeah. you would open it up. Oh, oh, no. grand yeah. opening. In Bledsoe, the headliner, the first night back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, oh man. Yeah, yeah. Look, so okay, so just some just some podcast pointers. Just make sure you stay near the mic, all right? Make sure you stay near the mic. And look, this is just a conversation. We're just gonna have fun. Just, just yeah. And if somebody says something stupid, just ignore it because most likely Clint will. Yeah, it's probably um, me. He usually does. It's probably me. But I, I've got, I've got this question, and I, when he, <laughs> when David had the idea to do this episode and bring you guys on. I immediately thought, okay, what? tell us a David Murphy story that you couldn't usually tell in front of people, but go ahead and just tell it and just, just embarrass him if you if you want to because I know <laughs> they both look at each other. <laughs> I think David's hyperventilating over there. Oh, man. Go ahead and take them heart pills. Just please, no, please. The thing, that's, and that's the thing. I try, to th- I try to think of a few stories like that to kind of mm-hmm. get on the edge of to make you nervous and mm-hmm. – Murph's Murph. I mean, he's if he does it, he's not something he's embarrassed about. It's probably, <laughs> you know, part of his dry humor. Right. You know, yeah. He's in control of all that. Um, How long have y'all known him? 1994. Well, well, I was thinking, I mean, it goes back to Pleasant know. Valley days. Yeah. For y'all. Yeah. I, I, remember, right. I remember you at Pleasant Valley. Right. But... How many jobs did you have before you got to Pleasant Valley? Before, before, yeah, before there. Before Pleasant Valley? Yeah. Let's see. There was Webb, Smith Station. Uh, went to Warner Robins. Baldwin County. That was my fifth job. Fifth. Was that your first job? Pleasant yeah. Valley? So that's where y'all were together yeah, first time. Yeah, this, yeah. this was my mentor. Taught okay. me all about crowd control. <laughs> you know, if I'm putting on a baseball camp somewhere and there's 100 kids and I'm trying to figure out what to do next, I just follow WWBD. <laughs> What would Bledsoe do? <laughs> you know, and this guy, you can see him in a PE class. He'll take control. He can take a crowd and have them all moving and all having fun in five minutes. I mean, and nobody's still. Everybody's happy. Everybody's having fun. He's the crowd control guru. So I got a doctorate 
in crowd control my first job. It got a little bit too crunk at uh, Trustful, though, when y'all was going to play Vestavia that time, didn't it? <laughs> well, it was actually Hoover. Hoover? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, uh, yeah. that was Country uh, boys, wasn't it? The con- yeah, the, 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 the country boys speech. Yeah, we was, um, look, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and, and, you know, of all the people that I've worked with, that, you know, we've worked with together and been around, um, you know, I I don't know if there's ever been a greater job of coaching football than was done back at Hewitt Trustful Junior High in the was it ninety five season ninety six ninety six season, and so um, to set the stage for you, uh, I I'd been there your previous and everything had left left you fallen, gone to Hewitt Trustful and was there at the middle school, and uh, Vaughn I Vaughn had stayed it. Stayed at Ufala, you know, Coach Probes and, and, and the crew down there. And so this was the last year before Hewitt and Clay split. Mm-hmm. And so we had in our seventh grade class like 700 people, 700 Golly. kids in that class. Golly, bum. And so the next year, the split happens. Mm-hmm. All right? And so, you know, the, the, the best thing, the smartest thing I've ever done ever like twice is to convince Rush Probst to hire Vaughn Lee and then Jack Wood to hire Vaughn Lee. Oh, Jack. And yeah, so, Coach Wood. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> because, I mean, I, it's, you know, the, the one-man game. I mean, he, he, yeah. you, you put a task in front of him and it makes no difference what it is. It, it gets done and everything. We'll get back to that in a second. But, it, but the greatest football ever. So, here we are. And so, imagine that this is your schedule that you're playing, Okay. Hoover, Mountain Brook, Vestavia, Homewood, Thompson, Oak Mountain, Pelt. So that that's that's what you're looking at. And so you're going imagine going into that with all your bullets. But now half your school is gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And traditionally the best athletes there at Hewitt had come from the Clay and Chalkwell side. So these guys are at just gone. All right, so all those kids are gone, and of course the coaches, most of the coaches go to. Mm-hmm. You know, I had an opportunity to go over there myself, and you know, Coach Wood explained to me, no, in certain terms, how it'd be in my best interest to stay at Hewitt. So I stayed at Hewitt. Who went over there? Was it Tony Pugh Tony that Pugh, took it over? He did, and then Story. Uh, Ken Story. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, several uh, Robertson, uh, baseball guy. Uh, yeah, um, you had Meach. Um, not Tim State, Meacham State. He went to the high school. So, so the whole the whole staff just breaks up, and so we're left with like six coaches, six. All right, and so it's me, and and so and I I went from being an assistant seventh grade football coach to being in charge of the program. You know, seventh grade team, eighth grade team, ninth grade team, and so Vaughn comes in, and if we get him hired, and so we're 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 talking about this, and so how are we going to manage? You know, with six coaches and one, I don't think he'd ever seen a football. Wow. You know. <laughs> it wasn't Mark McCrory, was it? It was not Mark McCrory. <laughs> that was year four. That was that was that was that was that was back at U five. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, right. he, you know, him him uh, him doing a little special team pump block stuff <laughs> was uh, I actually have that written down. I mean it, it is uh, we'll get that. So so, you know, I'm sitting here, with, you know, with Vaughn and trying to figure out what to do. And so one solution was that both of us coached the freshmen. Mm-hmm. And we felt like, you know, that'd be 
we could we could manage that all right and then we had a couple of other guys we had four other guys and so you know how are they going how are we going to put them doing an eighth grade team and then a seventh grade team and those two guys are coaching it and they're playing the guys i just mentioned you know that that kind of schedule and so i mean it's like well you know it's, it's going to be a disaster so vaughn as usual he comes up with a solution he said why don't we put why don't we split it up to where each one of us is coaching a group on one side of the ball? So Vaughn did the running backs and the quarterbacks. I did the offensive line. We had uh, another guy did linebackers, did defensive line and things like that. And then we had the guy that didn't – they'd never seen a football before because we'd run the wing tee. Mm-hmm. He coached the – I'm going to say the receivers. He coached, Put him on the receivers. He coached yeah. the split in. Yeah, the split in. Hey, look, sing, I've been a split singular. ends coach on a wing tee football team, I know. Go Absolutely. block, skinny boy. So, and, no. and Lee Guest was one of those split ends uh, that played yeah. Auburn. Well, yeah, look, I got, I got, look, I got – we're going we're gonna to talk about Lee Guest here in a second. So, uh, so uh, that right there, so I said, that's that, – that's got to be the solution. So I take it to Coach Wood, and you know he he signed off on everything, and so so that's what we did. And so each each practice we had a period to where we were rotating people around. Mm-hmm. And so I got so I got to, I coached all the offensive linemen from all three levels, and of course, you know Coach here did the quarterbacks. It's and, pretty smart and I mean, running backs. Right, yeah. And so and so we go and we take that that approach into the schedule. So we're doing that with half the players. Against, you know, murderers row schedule. Yeah. The t- the toughest probably in the state. So, to make a to make a long story long, <laughs> this is how it turned out. Our our eighth grade team went two and six. Played eight eight game schedule. Went two and six. Now, their quarterback had to be moved up to play with the freshman. That was Lance Walker. He's the AD now at at, at the Trussell School System. Mm-hmm. So he was an eighth grader and played with the freshman team. All right, the fr- the freshman team went five and three, and uh, the eight the seventh grade team, all right, they went eight and zero, and won the. Oh, it was our first year in the in first year in the over the mountain league. They go eight and zero, um, and and it was uh, you know you know a tremendous tremendous you know, situation job out there. So if we just do some math here, Coach. So we played 24 games. Eight, two is 10, and five, 15. Didn't lose one, lost six, and three, nine. 15 and nine. So we go 15 and nine. And, and of course, we play in three games, you know, every time we play. So mm-hmm. we're playing back to back to back God, like that. Calling three games. I was going to say, that's got to be, <laughs> be six hours of just. Exactly. <laughs> and and playing so <laughs> these, these things. Up. All right, so now. So we're playing in the we're playing in the seventh grade game, and I, I have no idea what, what we're doing. I do know this. We had a kid named Jamie Kelly was a fullback. And um, he scored in on six of the first eight plays of the game when he touched the ball. He took it to the house. Right. And we ran, I think, 31 traps. Trap. I was going to say trap. 31 trap. Boom, we took it. About. And the other two times, he got tackled like inside the 10. Yeah. So, you know, we're going along and everything. And so we got Jamie Kelly. I mean, this guy is he, – he's, he's the MVP of the league, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, we also know we got this, this little, little quarterback, okay, left-handed quarterback who's out there, you know. And when we do throw the ball, you know, I mean, he's just like throwing – 
throwing dimes, just just dropping dimes. I mean, it's just beautiful and everything. Of course, it was Brandon Cox, mm, was quarterback, okay. you know, three-year yeah, starter yeah. at Auburn yeah. and everything. And so once we figure out that we got Brandon Cox back there, we start throwing the ball a little bit. And so, of course, he'd been left-handed and everything. The best play was like the, the, you know, the boot, boot, the waggle, mm-hmm. going to the left. So, of course, you know, he does his fakes and does carries that out. He's rolling. And, of course, you know, you've got the underneath guy, the mid, the middle guy, and the deep guy. Of course, he's just throwing deep. He's just throwing deep. And so we're sitting there, and he runs it, and he hits a guy right in the head. That can't catch it. Hits a guy in the guy gets one stuck in his face mask and stuff. I mean, it's like – it's like Little giants out there. Yeah, exactly. So – after about three times where a kid drops a touchdown, I mean, drops a touchdown, I looked at him. Of course, I remember, I, did, I didn't know who these receivers were because I never saw them. <laughs> I mean, their job, because, see, the thing is, with the seventh grade game, see, see Vaughn here, he had, to, he had to babysit the freshman. That was his job. So I got to call the seventh grade game. You know, eight no. I called. <laughs> I called that. It's all blitz. I called. So – I look over there, and I'm, of course, we got like 20, 20 dudes about this tall, you know, mm-hmm. and you just and, and you run plays in, you know, thirty-one trap, <laughs> thirty-one trap. <laughs> so, Buck. And so then yeah. you know, look over there, and, and, and then we start throwing the ball a little bit. So, no touchdowns dropped, and so I look down that line of receivers, and I make this thing. I said. Do we have anybody on this football team that can that can catch football? Mm-hmm. Is anybody team can catch a football? And this little fella, about four back in the line, <laughs> he raised his hand like this, just like this. He said, "Coach, I can catch it." And I looked at him. I said, "Well, get in the game." <laughs> <laughs> and that was and that was Lee Guess. That was Lee. That was Lee Guess. All go. state. Favorite receiver, three, yeah. star, and, and and both of them teamed up there at Auburn. So, so Man. that right there is you know just like I can catch the ball. I mean, coach. I mean, you, I can. <laughs> and so the thing about it is, whether you you know you're coaching your team or you're in your classroom or or wherever you are, you don't know who is sitting right there in your midst that's ready to break out like that. So we had we had one of those kids like that a couple of years ago who. Just absolutely, he refused to play football. And finally, his senior year, I don't know what we did, we got him out, and he ended up. We had him at tight end, but when he discovered DN, when he discovered how to play defensive end, that kid, and it was I hate it because he only had like three games left. No joke, we were we were deep into the season. It was <laughs> you actually have a shirt. You've he he well, put one of these guys. Um, yeah, but you put initials. You, JJM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put you put his creed on your shirt. By the way, mm-hmm. his, his version of the Asheville Creed yeah. on the back of one of your shirts. Yeah, his version. His version. Uh, and you just hate hate it, man, because like that kid didn't figure it out until week seven, week six, week seven. Right. And he came alive for us, man. You talk about pressure. There ain't no telling how many pressures he had in the three weeks he started at the yeah. end for us. But you're right. I mean, you never know who you got. You don't know. Yeah, I never did come to one of those junior high games, but I did come watch Trustful play Gardendale when y'all was over there when Standridge, I, I, Standridge I, I, was the quarterback. I didn't ever come support y'all, but good, but yeah. good job. <laughs> Jason Standridge. Yeah, that was a, that was yeah. a Saturday game. And so, I, think, I think we had to 
moved to Saturday because of bad weather or something. Yeah, maybe that, that we must have been why I made it. Finals. Now think about it. Semifinal team that got beat by Mount Brook. Malin Kent. Malin Kent was the quarterback. Yeah, ended up playing baseball at all. And they beat us uh, in the semifinals. We were leading the whole game. Gonna get to go to Birmingham. Had about a ten point lead with about five minutes to go and got beat. Yep. Mm. And that was yeah. He broke yeah. one, ran it for. He took it about eighty yards He's right there. Good. To He's good. Good. I got a Paul. I mean, I've got a David Murphy story. Please. It's, it's not one of those. Um, I mean, it's not going to embarrass him or anything. He actually was probably waiting on me to tell the story. You know, we were roommates, and I just got to Eufaula, and all these guys from Asheville were together. They'd been together. Brownlee and Murphy were the original roommates that I had there at the lake house at Eufaula. 105 Lakeview Drive. 105 Lakeview Drive was – in 1968, that house was voted – the house of the year for the better homes and gardens. <laughs> and then this poor lady left. We trashed it. <laughs> <laughs> then she left and moved to Atlanta, and it was open for years. And so one of us ended up calling her and said, hey, can you rent the house out to us? She said, $800 a month, you can have it. So that was one of the best things that ever happened because that was the hangout at Eufaula, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we were right there on the point with all yeah. the wealthiest people. <laughs> and one, didn't the guy that owns a hummingbird company, wasn't yeah. he our neighbor? No, he owned that house. Oh, okay. Because down in the basement was all the hummingbird um, fish the, finders. Yeah, the fish finders yeah. he was inventing. I must be thinking about the missile huge guy there. <laughs> he must, I think well, he was our neighbor. You know, it, I'm there early in the summer. <laughs> And, and and Russ is like, all right, we need to get the practice field lined off. Yeah. And so we're all getting up. And I don't – I think Bledsoe had gone back home. And I, Brownlee might have rode over with me, but he's going to get in the shade as quick – he's going to get inside as quick as possible. And I think it was Jamie Dubose, me and you, was going to go go line the field off. And everybody else went running. Cause, and you fall at about 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And mosquitoes are terrible. It's going to be mm-hmm. about 105 degrees. And – it's going to be a miserable day, you know. So we drag up there, and Murphy was the first one to get there, and his car was sitting there. And uh, we parked and got everything out, got got the lines and the paint out of the truck, you know, and we start heading toward the practice field. And, and Jamie says, well, where's Murphy? He, You know, he beat us here. Where's he at? And I was like, I don't know. He'll, come, he'll show up in a minute. So we go and we start getting the lines out and pulling lines and stuff, and I keep feeling like, you know, you get a feeling when somebody's watching, watching you. you. Somebody's watching me. Somebody's got eyes on me now, and I don't really know. I don't have a clue, you know, what's going on, but I got this weird feeling. And then I glance up, and we have a film tower, and Murphy had a Bear Bryant houndstooth hat <laughs> in his room. And I look up on the tower, and there's Murphy leaning over the rail with his houndstooth hat on, and he's kind of giving some animated, you know, <laughs> things with his arms, you know, and pointing and everything. And he had holler, hey, he said, Get, tell Jim Bob, if he can't tackle, he needs to come see me or something. Like that, you know? And uh, he's just up there just putting on a show. And yeah. I'm looking right at this and, you know, it's hotter than it can be. You know, I'm ready to get out of here. I look, and Murphy is pulling the, the best Bear Bryant yeah. impersonation you could ever. So we just, you know, played along with it for a while. But I knew then I'd like this guy. You yeah. know, he, was, he, was, he, he was a lot of fun to be around. Just yeah, a bunch of I don't, I don't remember that, but uh, <laughs> I, can, I can see me doing that. 
don't let remember that. That sounds you, like me. Yeah. Just let me ask you if you remember us going to Dothan the night before the Alabama-Auburn game. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I need to bring up that we were in the driver's ed car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Statue of limitations are passed. He was in his van. And, uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty interesting yeah. night. I think there might have been some bottles broke on the road or something. <laughs> I remember, um, you know, after football season was over, I find out, you know, we're at the middle school teaching PE, and their basketball coach was going to be David Murphy. And he had some talented dudes. I mean, he really had a lot of talent coming in. So, I wanted to go watch the game, but we were doing something, maybe football. I don't remember what it was. And he uh, he was coaching his first middle school basketball game. And uh, they got in, and he come in late at night. And I said, who were who y'all playing? He said, oh, we, we, we smoked them. I said, well, who were you playing? He said, the Comer King Kongs. <laughs> and he – and I'm like – where? Because I'm my my family's from down there in that area, and I'd heard of all the schools before. And so he said it again. I, you know, Murphy can talk fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And so I said, hey, How you doing? Y'all played Opelika? Now I played the Comer King Cones. <laughs> and so I said, Well, maybe if you tell me about this, I can understand where y'all went. So Murphy said, Well, we in Barber County there was this little junior high school called Comer. And when you walk in, the gym is a little bigger than the lunchroom. And on one end, they had a big mural of King Kong. And that was their mascot, <laughs> the Comer King Kongs. Are you serious? So his first Gosh. victory was against the Comer King Kongs. You, 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 know, you know how we won that game, don't you? Uh, Run that Alexandria fast break you caught me. <laughs> That's all I knew about basketball. <laughs> That's what I showed oh, you. Oh, Larry Yeah, yeah. Larry Gins. Break. Oh, yeah. Line break. Yeah. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you had those kin folks down in you follow. Remember yeah. when they come up and helped us clean yeah. up the, yeah. the, yeah. the lake down yeah. there? And we're pulling all that stuff. Yeah. One of five lake up drive. Those four wheels yeah. and marking yeah. them <laughs> at the top. I'm yeah. sorry, when but 105 Lakeview Drive sounds like a country <laughs> song where there's a lot of. Um, yeah, trust me, it is a country <laughs> song. <laughs> it was. You know, I mean, man. You know, the next year, David came back with John to Asheville. We had a new crew come in, and it, it was quite a crew, but it was nothing like the experience we had. I was there two years, and that first year was it was pretty comical. Now, now when I left, you had two more people move in. Mm-hmm. Bull, he made him a room out of the yeah, dining room. Yeah. And who else coming Dubos. in? Dubos. Okay, Dubos. Yeah, he'd already okay. been there. Oh. Yeah. Then he ended up uh, at Asheville yeah. after that with us. Well, you know, there was a lot of rock, future rock stars on that staff in mm-hmm. the two years I was there. If you start looking them. Um, of course, there was Rush, you know, uh, Paul Curtis, who went on to be the basketball coach at Enterprise. Yes. Jamie Dubose, who's won a few rings at Prattville and went on to Central Phoenix City, Central Phoenix yeah. City and won a few there and, and then went to Lowndes and, and did a good job there at the year or two. He was down at Lowndes in Georgia. And then now he's the head football coach at Orange Beach. Yeah. Um, let's see. Robert no. Jeter. Jeter was the defense coordinator at Auburn. Uh, John Gross. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the pony himself. I mean, I'm in Asheville. How to forget John Gross? <laughs> Gilligan. <laughs> Maybe about Austin. Called him Junior. <laughs> Junior. We had. A, remember we we, uh, we wrote up on the board all his nicknames. You know, Paul Curtis was. He was. Was he from Mississippi? Mississippi. Okay, He's and you could tell that his parents had locked him in the room from the time he was about three <laughs> to the time he was about fifteen, and just played Jerry Clower just. Around the clock, because he could tell a story just like Jerry Clyer. So you make sense of Jerry Clyer. Well, he was very educated, you know, and so he he was almost like a Mark Twain, you know, because he could really tell a story. And and then, you know, Rick Patino. You take all those three and mix them in, and that was Paul Curtis. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Jerry yeah, Clyer, right. and Rick Patino. <laughs> I got a I got a Curtis one for you. Talking about being able to come up with stuff like that. So <clears throat> this was. Um, I guess starting year two in the summer and everything, and so uh, uh, a kid from Abbeville comes up, all right, and uh, his daddy brings him and everything, and this dude's about six seven, and just imagine uh, like Jethro Bodine <laughs> at about six foot seven. <laughs> so Jethro. he walk, he comes up, and, and of course now Abbeville's a basketball school, yeah. you know, and so they're, uh, <clears throat> you know, his, his daddy wanted to be a football player. You know, have a good football pro. So he's going to bring him up to Ufala. So first day he gets there and he goes through the stuff, everything, you know, is being done there. And then uh, the next day, uh, he ain't there. And so, uh, you know, Coach Pros, he, he instructs somebody to call, call him up. And his dad gets his daddy on the phone and says, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll be up there directly. So we had something to, something, something. Got you know delayed us, but we'll be up there. And so he 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 did make it for part of it. And so then, day three comes around and and he doesn't show. And so we try to call dad, and nobody answers. And so everybody's talking about, well, what's happened to this guy like that? And so Paul Curtis, he said, you know that feller was sent for, couldn't come, got there, wouldn't do. <laughs> and so <laughs> sent there sent four sent four couldn't come couldn't come got there got there wouldn't do wouldn't <laughs> he, that's, he had a million things that's the Mark Twain in that's yeah. awesome that man. is awesome yeah. that is awesome you know he it's like direct yeah yeah <laughs> But in a in a, in a in a poetic sort yeah. of kind of you know yeah. like a rhythmic kind of a way. <laughs> Look, I love me some Jerry Clower, man. Yeah, so that, I feel like I'd love like, Paul Curtis. Yeah. And, his, and don't forget about Errol Jones with his Tonka toy Jeep Cherokee. Wasn't and his then, wife the home ec teacher here one time? Not she, Raglan. She was a Raglan. Raglan. Okay, yeah. I knew she was close by. And Smitty, don't forget <clears> about Smitty. Now oh, he was yeah. he won Smith. those two. Yeah, he played Woo. the receiver at Alabama. How many state championships he won in a row? Was it three? With girls. At least. You follow? Varsity yeah. girls? Won yeah. one with the boys. Maybe two of the boys. No, he never won one with the boys. They made the championship game. They got the championship game. Yeah, That's got, right. Got That's right. the championship yeah. game. That's right. Right. <clears throat> but, yeah, he uh, – yeah, so he had and, – and matter of fact, he, he's, he's the boys' coach now, if you follow. Yeah. So. Aaron Milner was another guy that was there. He's the superintendent of Sarah, Sarah Land City Schools. Mm. Been the wow. superintendent there for a long time. He was, he was kind of the guy that followed us along there. Aaron was there the first year, wasn't he? Milner. Milner. No. Okay. You you went from Pleasant Valley in what year? You went in 93? 93. And then I went in 90. I mean, you got there in 94. Mm-hmm. Fall 94. And then I left. I stayed one right. year and then left, come back with Ross. And then right. y'all y'all left and went to Trustful. You left for Vaughn did. Yeah, I, I stayed. Did. I stayed. I stayed one more year. And um, 
I loved Eufaula. I mean, it was a beautiful town. There was a lot of athletes there. The school system was strong. Um, I would have stayed longer, but the, the new crew that Rush brought in, they, a lot of them he, he couldn't turn his back on, and I could kind of see um, a, a, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Riding on the wall. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more like Julius Caesar. Julius Brutus, Caesar. Brutus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. seeing that come along, yeah. and I was like, I, I told him, I said, I got to go because I can't be a part of this. And he's like, I, I don't think you. Then a year later, he called me back and said, it's exactly what you said. Well, exactly you know, and, you, and said. you mentioned that right there. You know, uh, you know, with, with, with basketball, you know, we had gone to the uh, region finals, lost to Andalusia by three. And, um, you know, Paul Curtis gets it gets the opportunity to go and be the uh, basketball coach at Enterprise. You know, he had been, he'd been at Enterprise previous to uh, to you falling, so they, they asked him to come back, and he did. And so, uh, <clears throat> Rush, uh, he offered me the, uh, the basketball job at Eufaula. And, uh, of course, I accepted it immediately. <laughs> and um, so we were uh, – I mean, it was it, – it was, everything was in place because, yeah. you know, we had gone to the regions, um, had a really had – Really easily could have been in Birmingham, and then I had been the JV coach and he coached all the guys coming up, and we had a tremendous group coming from the middle school, mm -hmm. and so everything was in line. I mean, it was, and of course, you follow is one of the best basketball, yeah, you know, programs in the state. Great tradition is one uh, won several state championships, you know, boys boys and girls, and so you know we had had one one issue, and that was. You know, and, and Vaughn mentioned something about me lining off the field that I'd gone home. Well, see, you know, when I left Pleasant Valley, my wife, Lisa, she stayed in Gadsden because mm -hmm. she's had one more semester to uh, – I think you told me that, right? One more semester yeah. to finish, you know. And, she, had, you know, she had been following me around and everything, having to go to school at night and things like that. And so she had one semester to go. Uh, <clears throat> you know, whenever I got the opportunity to leave Pleasant Valley and go, that, go down to Ufala. So we decided that she would stay and that she would, um, you know, she'd finish school. So, um, so in, in the meantime, go down for that first year, you know, the year that Vaughn wasn't there. So come back for the second year. And so, you know, things really start to, really start to, to happen, everything. You know, she, she pa graduates, passes a CPA exam, you know, gets pregnant, um, you know, with our, with our, you know, with our son and everything. And so now, you know, things are really, you know, a lot of a lot of great things are about to happen. And now I get the opportunity to be the basketball coach that you follow. <coughs> so when, when she finishes, you know, we, we try to find her a job and you follow. And, and, and we, we really can't find one for her. That she did have, she had an opportunity to work for a CPA firm there in town and everything, but she was going to be making less money uh, doing that than she was working there in, in Gaston at the housing authority without a degree. Mm. And so I just, I just could not, I just couldn't see putting her in that position. But like I said, because she had followed me around for several jobs and everything. And so, uh, so we just, you know, just, she, she had a job offer in Birmingham. And so I had to leave the, uh, you know, the, it's just unbelievable opportunity, you know, to be the basketball coach at Ufaul. So, you know, she got a job in Birmingham. She became the breadwinner. And so that's how I got to Hewitt Trustful. And so I go mm -hmm. from being, 
uh, the head basketball coach at Ufala to a seventh grade football assistant <laughs> at Hewitt Trustful. <laughs> and uh, so that, and, and of course, you know, the reason I was able to get that was because Coach Wood and uh, Coach uh, Coach Prost had a good relationship, and so Coach mm-hmm. Prost said, "I got a I got a coach moving to Birmingham. Can you help him out? See if you can find anything." So, Coach Wood, I, and by the way, I just I have a lot of respect for Coach Wood. He's a every time I've ever talked to him, he's he's been a great, humble, oh yeah, just de- salt to the earth guy. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so we were sitting, we, you know, we was there, you know, at, at Admiral Moore Middle School and everything. You know, me and Vaughn there doing the PE, and so one day there in eighth grade, um, kid by the name of Shahi Ware. Okay, so Shahi. <laughs> Yeezif Ware's little brother. <laughs> so we had Yeezif and Shahi. So Shahi had the ball in the right corner. And so he he gets he, he he rears it up getting ready to shoot it and everything. And he he shoots one and I said, That's the ugliest looking shot. Oh my God. What is that? And so it wasn't a shot. It was a he he was alley ooping the ball, <laughs> and so the ball goes over to the other side and come and coming from the other side is a kid by the name of Isaac Page, A.K.A. Rock. You remember Rock, yeah, right, Coach? Yeah, now yeah. Rock was he was about five eight, every bit of five eight five nine. He leaps up in the air and cuffs that ball <laughs> and dunks it. Coming from the other side. And I had just been given the basketball job at you thought. And I had been the J V coach and everything and, and you know, like I said, if everything was going really well at high school. And so I said right then, I said, That's my starting point guard. He'll be my starting point guard as a freshman at you High School. So fast forward to nineteen ninety nine. State championship game. You follow high school and Shahi Ware <laughs> and Isaac Page, Isaac Rock Page versus Phillips High School out of Birmingham. The last year Phillips was open. Mm-hmm. And so. Phillips, that's uh, that's a random fact. That's where David Cutcliffe graduated high school, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a bunch I had in eighth grade. <clears throat> yeah. Basketball. It is. Yeah. That was your Page, group. Yeah. That was your Shahi yeah. and Rock. Yeah. And look what, look what you did. Exactly. <laughs> Alexandria, sideline break. <laughs> Courtesy hey. of Paul Lee. Hey, you know what got me? What's that? Purple Heart game. Oh. Hey. What got it? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, so, so we get there and everything. And so, and, I, and I, I've tried to make a point of being at the state tournament every year. I usually take the whole week off and mm-hmm. go boys and girls games and everything. And so I, I'm there. This is 99 there at the BJCC. And there is a follow versus versus Phillips, and and so there's there's the team that should have been yours would have been my team, mm-hmm. and so Isaac Page scores thirty mm. in the championship game, and he is MVP of the tournament. Hey, no no joke, you're in PE, you fall. It was like a slam dunk competition every day, and just regular PE until I mean, you could do it on the bite, you couldn't stop it until Captain Epps broke out the hockey set that we'd put out on the tennis court. And then we'd have coaches come from the high school to come watch PE at the middle school because when we we played field hockey on the tennis court, it was it was probably it was family entertainment, baby. You know they were people from all around <laughs> to see he that. Knows. He knows. He knows. It was fun. Okay, I got a question. Can you tell on this podcast why you call him that? Well, he's yeah. in the, he was yeah. in the, he was a, yeah yeah yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was in the Air Force, 
right? Right. He's an Air Force. That's where the captain comes from. But then, in the, there's a Beverly Hillbillies episode. <laughs> yeah. Where that great show. Where that uh, Jed he sends he he thinks he needs to send uh, Jethro and Ellie maybe school. So he finds his school to send them to. And uh, but what he don't know is it's uh, a bunch of hippies. And it's <laughs> he sent them to, to like cool school. Yeah. They're not learning arithmetic or anything. They're learning how to be a hippie. But they got this one. They got this one hippie that while they're down there in the cellar just dancing around and doing hippie stuff. They got this one guy that every now and then he'll just raise up and he'll say something prophetic. Yeah. And then everybody will say, all right, Epps is up. Y'all be quiet. Let's see what he got to say. He'll raise up. And then when he lays back down, they just go back to party. <laughs> but that, but that, he would just raise up and say something. And you better listen. It's going to be prophetic. You're right. Six. That's so where the Epps come Captain Epps? Yeah. Captain Epps. Captain, Captain Epps. Epps. It was at, at the coaches' meeting. I mean, imagine imagine the folks you know, we, we just described at these coaches' meetings. Yeah. And so <clears> – <throat> I mean, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and so, I mean, you got Russ Post and John yeah. Gross and Paul Curtis and Gita yeah. Jones and Smitty and Vaughn Lee and, you know, David Murphy and uh, Jamie Dubose. And that leads that leads to the to the uh, Waffle House meetings we'd have, the debriefing after the coaches' meetings. You know, a lot of them would go home, and, mm-hmm. and we were single – Living bachelor life here, you know, well, I, Lisa I, being back home. Make sure you clarify. Yeah, we were joking. That, you know, we always like, what do we do? You know, we, we're not going to go out. We're in Eufaula, you know. So after the meeting's rush, you know, he can't go home. He had to just keep going. Mm. So we'd always go to Waffle House, and it was usually, I, I think Paul would show up. You would mm. you'd be there. And us four would go to the Waffle House. You've probably been to a lot of Waffle House meetings. And, and we'd just sit around and talk about the program, you know, just the athletic program you follow. And, and when Captain Epps spoke, Russ is usually writing things down. You know, and he would always say, that this is one of the most intelligent folks I've ever been around, you know. And he, when we was at the Waffle House meetings, whenever Captain Epps spoke, everybody shut up. And, and listen to, to what he had to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was when he rose did, did you, up. Did you um? Do you remember the Sansa belts? Yeah, let's let's do this. Let's do this oh, list. No. Let's do this whole okay. list. Right. <laughs> now this this is you follow. This is your list. You sent me. You already done some of it, yeah, right? Sansa yeah. belts. Go. Well, wool gray Sansa belt pants. Yeah, you remember <laughs> my first? You know, we get there and 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 you follow. It's hot. It's hotter. You know, in our first games in Dothan. You know, so it's even hotter in Dothan. Well, rust. Calls a big meeting with all of us. And says, "Look, I want everybody in gray Sansa belt pants, and I've got them all at a, some pants store in Dothan, and everybody's got to go get sized up and fitted for them." And and I'm like, "Sansa belt? I've never heard of Sansa belt." <laughs> Come to find out, we did a little research, and you know, <clears throat> Curtis used to say Rush is this. Usually, Rush would whoever the the last coach he spoke to was usually the smartest coach he ever talked to, you know. Right. Or the smartest coach he ever talked to was the last coach he talked smartest to. Smartest coach in America <laughs> was the one that Rush just got off the phone. <laughs> so, uh, the Sansa belts um, came from Jackie Sherrill. He would wear them at, at, at Mississippi State. Uh, and uh, he would be on the sideline, and I guess Rush had just talked to – Jackie Sherrill had talked to him, I guess, and they, he had been to – clinic or something but all of a sudden he calls a meeting and everybody's got to go get Sansa belts and they were woolish and they were gray mm. and that's the most miserable 
pair of pants I think I've ever worn. And I think as soon as that season's over with, I threw mine in the dump because I, that was, I was some miserable days. In yeah, I think that's what that picture is in there. Those great signs about. Oh. No, what, what do, uh, no, Jackie Sherrill, he, well, I'm not going to say about what, what he taught Rush to do, but castrating that thing by there. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that, uh, <laughs> all right. College game days at the castle. You know, that was kind of your, that was kind of your creation. You know, we, um, Saturday morning, you'd go over to the field house and, and get the, the projector and, and hook it up to the TV and we'd get one of those, you know, we lived in our mansion, so up on the uh, fireplace, we'd put a sheet and uh, we'd get the ball games going there and then people from all over town, a lot of coaches yeah. and teachers. We had and, a big uh, crowd. Yeah, we'd have ball games every Saturday from about 11 to midnight. Had that you know, deck we were, overlooking the yeah, river, the and lake. With a, with a hooked up bathtub. Yeah, right hooked there. up cloth foot yep, tub. Yep. So uh, that was game days. That was yeah. always fun. Bowl season was fun there. All right, what about, what about that baseball ride to Opelika? Now, now, now we, when we coached that uh, summer team, was that before the 94 season? It had been before. Uh, it was 95. It, it, it was, so well, it was, that's before I come back to Asheville. Yeah, that right summer. before you came. Okay, because I had to do that baseball, yeah, yeah. coach first base. Yeah, we'd we, ride uh, to them games yeah. in the red Nissan, listen to the Bellevue yeah, Brothers. Yeah, that's Every it. Game, that's right? it. That was Specific. kind of a summer league, uh, summer league ball that we would – coach our kids in the summer but we were playing opelika the second year i think you were already gone and i'd go to the bus shop i drove the bus so because i got out of school before jamie did and uh i i'd go to the bus shop and there sits a 1971 three feet in the floor <laughs> could see through this floor floorboard bus that we got to take to opelika and they had some nice buses that you follow but we didn't get one you know and do you remember the old the old black guy that was the bus yeah. deputy there? You know, yeah. real Man, nice guy. And that Turkish small. Yeah, that's. <laughs> 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 you know, when he had that bus sitting out there, and I kind of looked at him, I was like, "We're gonna be gone all night." Now we'll get home about midnight. He said, "I can't pull no good buses off the uh, off for today. You got to drive that." There's so, two guys over there. Yeah, the whole bus yard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I pull the bus up. Everybody gets on. There's a few seats missing. You can see through the floorboard at points, you know, and it, it was – I'm sure when they did safety inspections, they hid that bus for that day, you know. So, <laughs> so we're all in and we're rolling through, headed up to Opelika, somewhere in that Smith Station area there, and, and we're rolling and Rush keeps on. He's like, we got to get there. We got to get there. And, and, you know, we were going to be fine for the game time, but he wanted to go see Spence McCracken and go talk to him for about an hour and then show up about third inning, you know, to the ball game. And so <laughs> I'm trying to hurry up to get Russ to Spence and, and get us to the baseball game. And I come over a hill, and there sit about a 1972 Olds Classic. It was a Delta Classic or something. It was, it, and it was sitting there and it was trying to take a left and it didn't have brake lights. Mm. And so I'm coming and I'm rolling in in this old bus. And so I hit the brakes and I was like, man, I ain't gonna make it. So I pulled the I pulled the air brakes and we start just woo, <laughs> we're just and I hear I hear Rush and Jamie in the back just saying every cuss word there is. <laughs> And the kids are just yelling and screaming. They're all in the floor, and I'm hanging on there and hanging out. I was going to ditch it at the last second because the ditch wasn't too deep on the right side. And at the last second, the car turned. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just in the straight uh, run there on our way to Opelika. And, and, 
And so I just stopped for a minute and I looked up. And Russ is laying in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and Dubos is laying on top of him. <laughs> and nobody would talk. The kids just sit there. They, they, nobody could say anything. So I eased on along there. And one of the players on the bus was Dr. Parker's son, Jim. Uh -oh. So uh, we went on, played ball there, and, and came back. And then the next day, we're supposed to go to Dothan. So. I go down to the bus shop and get a bus that's brand new, <laughs> washed, <laughs> brand new bus sitting there. And old buddy was sitting there and he was mad. He said, I don't like being called in on the carpet. And I said, well, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> he said, well, I got in all kind of trouble. I said, you shouldn't put us on that bus going that far away from home that late at night. Was it I the said, superintendent's boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you shouldn't I'm put sure. the superintendent's how boy on a bus. A, how long had he been the superintendent? How many years? Uh, I'd shoot 30, 30 years. He was I my think. dad's college roommate, so oh, wow. he he'd been there a while. I know so you hit did. the air brakes, huh? Yeah. That's that bus shop. It was away from the school that <laughs> Rush sent me over there before a ninth grade game. I was mm -hmm. supposed to take a ninth grade team too. He sent me over there. He said, "Cause y'all practice, y'all practicing. Varsity was practicing." Mm -hmm. He said, "All right, go over and get a bus, and bring it back over here, and then go over and get the van and bring it back." I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> I got thing. I got thing. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Five miles away. I figured it out, though. <laughs> what, what about our Probst Bay Station? Okay, you just did it. You know, you got to figure it out. <laughs> Pro, Probst Baseball Pants Deliver. What's that about? Well, oh, yeah. That was, uh, you know, he was flying around the state at the time get in a jet trying to find us a field house. He's going to have it, build us a field house, a new stadium and everything. And so we had a baseball game, a region game at Valley. And, uh, you know, he called and told us, he said, you know, I've I'm not going to make it on, in time to get to your father to ride with y'all. I'm going to get the plane to land there in, in Valley, and I'm going to get a ride over to the baseball field. I need y'all to bring me some pants. So uh, I think I was at the middle school that year. And so I called the high school, and Curtis answered. And I said, Curtis, Russ needs a pair of baseball pants. Can you bring them to me? He said, Sure. So he waits to the last second, and I'm trying to run to the bus shop. He pulls in and hands me a pair of pants, and I threw them in my bag. And we get to the ball game, and Rush pulls up, and uh, he runs around and says, you got our pants? And I pulled them out. They were size 32, medium, baseball pants for him to put on. <laughs> so he goes and tries to put them on, and he can't get them over his knees. <laughs> so he comes back out. There was, there was a kid named Haas. I forgot Danny. his first Danny Haas. He didn't get to play much. He was a big boy. Yeah. And uh, Rush went over there and told Haas, he said, you got to come off in pants for about 15 <laughs> minutes so I go to the umpire's meeting. <laughs> so uh, that was Curtis sending them 32s. To, yeah. Oh, Haas, I remember him now. And then Curtis Borum was a yeah. pitcher on yeah. that baseball yeah. team. Yeah. I remember his yeah. name. Hey, the thing about you following going to Waffle House and staying so late, you know, we was all just down there together and, you know, didn't, didn't have nothing else to do because you follow us just – like it's dropped out of an airplane in the middle of nowhere. Right. But it's like an hour, hour and a half away from anything. anything. Like you're talking about going to Dothan. It's an hour. Yeah. Carlos yeah. Arkansas, hour and a half. Columbus is hour. Yeah. yeah. It's it's over an hour at any direction. An hour yeah. from anything. I remember anywhere. the first time I ever went it's to Utah, I thought to myself, when am I ever going to get here? Yeah, well, you've got to be going there to <laughs> exactly. get there. Exactly, yeah. It's not like you can yeah. just hop off interstate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be going right there to get there. What, what about hanging out with old ball coach? I think I know what this is. Well, you know, I didn't have it much. I coached baseball there and I coached football. So during the winter, I ran the concession stand for the basketball games. So I didn't have much to do when they have games. And I would go in and watch basketball practice. And I remember sitting up in the bleachers and um, 
every day, and I just watch. I mean, you got to remember shot. I mean, uh, Yusuf Ware, David Hill. David Hill. I mean, uh, uh, Darion Brutley probably played somewhere during that time. All those guys went, played yeah. D1, yeah. you know. Yeah, he went Southern Miss, Darion. Yeah. And yeah. that was two D1 receivers. Yeah. Hill Notre Dame and, and Auburn receivers. Auburn, Louisville. Yeah. Right. Well, he went to Notre Dame. No, went, went to Notre Dame first? Yeah, they went to Louisville. Okay. So, I just go watch practice because of the level of mm -hmm. athletes that were there. Yeah. And I would just sit and watch. And uh, I was sitting there one day, and I was all by myself. I was sitting – the bleachers are pretty big. I, I would walk up about halfway. And uh, a guy walked in to practice and kind of come over and sit next to me. I didn't pay much attention. And then he stuck his hand out, and he said, uh, Steve Spurrier. And I said, well, Vaughn Lee, you know. And he was like, <laughs> there's some athletes out there, aren't there? And I said, yes, sir. He said, which one's Hill? And I pointed at him, and we watched him for about five minutes, and he's like, you know where Hill lives? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, you hungry? And I said, I always. So he said, uh, won't you ride me around you falling and show me you fall? Well, I, we were expecting him to come. Rush was expecting him to come. I didn't know. So uh, I was like, man, I, I bet Rush is going to be mad if I don't call him and tell him that Steve Spurrier's in his gym, you know. But we didn't have cell phones, so there was no way to call him, you know. And he's in a hurry to go get something to eat. So we went to Willie T's and ate. And then uh, just rode around. I showed him all of you falling all and let David get home from basketball practice. And, and I was an Alabama fan. That was the time when they beat us in the SEC championship game. In the year before, I think we beat them, Antonio Langham. And, uh, so it, it was almost like hanging out with the devil. <laughs> you know? But the more and more I hung out with him, he was an offensive genius. Yeah. You know? And I, yeah. I followed him for years, and I, I really respected him as a coach. And so uh, – we spent the day. Yeah. I, I pulled him up at Hill's house and, and parked, and he got out and went and talked to him for about 45 minutes, come back out. He said, I guess we better go find Coach Pros. So we go back to the school, and, of course, Rush is out there pacing because he heard Spurrier had been there and he's gone. So he's, uh, he kind of pulls me outside and said, what have I been doing? Where you been? I was like, I'm just, just doing what the ball coach tells me, Coach. You know, he said, so we all piled up in Rush's office and gave him a pen, and he would draw up on the board all these different – Offensive philosophies and stuff, and yeah, but that spring was crazy. Like yeah, everybody that come yeah, around, because I yeah. think Spurrier and Tuberville and that Notre Dame coach were all in there together at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was the spring. Bowdens were at Auburn. Yeah, Terry and Tommy. They okay, were, they yeah. lived there. So um, we got ready to leave, and and he just put his pen down. He looked at me and said, uh, "Coach Lee, I gotta go catch my, I gotta get my jet. My pilot's waiting on me." And Russ is like, "You know, I'll take you." He said, "Ah." He said, I like riding Coach Lee's truck. So he <laughs> got my truck. <laughs> we went off riding, you know, and I was like, man, this has been an awesome day, you know. That's, to hang that's, out with that's Steve awesome, Furrier. man. Yeah. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't take him to Hart's Chicken or LA's Barbecue. Well, he did take me to the airport before we got on the plane and ordered steaks at the airport restaurant there. And, you know, it's Y'all ate steaks together? Yeah, legendary restaurant. Wow. I, I think <laughs> University of Florida paid for it. So that was kind of. You've eaten on the University back. of Florida's dime. Yeah, as a Bama fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gotten two. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good story. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Hey, well, not sure if we have time. What's that about? Nah. You have any idea? Um, no, but, you know, filling your shoes, I had to, you know, the first year I taught PE down there with, with, with crowd control Captain Epps over there, and so I learned a lot about how to teach PE. I'm but then the next year I, I had to go teach – your history classes when you left. That was part of the deals. I was going to move to the high school and teach Alabama history all day. And the day before school started, 
The principal come to me and said, uh, we had to add one class to, to your – I said, I thought I had Alabama history all day. Yeah. And I've been teaching that. You know, I taught that for three years at Pleasant Valley. He said, well, you got one world history AP class. Ooh. Ooh. And so Ooh. Uh, I was like, all right. We, school Ooh. starts tomorrow. You know, and Russ has got practice and meetings and Waffle House meetings. And so, you know, I'm going to get up real early and start reading chapter one, see what's going on and <laughs> what we're going to learn tomorrow, you know. So I go into class and, you know, and I look in there and there's 32 APs, the smartest you fellas got, you know. And Mary Tom Mann was in that class, you know, Tom Mann's granddaughter. And Chad Volkert, whose yep. dad was the accountant there in town, and, and they were all geniuses, you know. And, I'm sitting here teaching a class, and I just read the first chapter, and I'm sitting here trying to teach it. And I'm, I'm telling uh, – Was Amber Wilson in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> what about Peebo? <laughs> you talking about, about Peebo Bryson Callaway? <laughs> Peebo Bryson. Peebo Bryson Callaway. So we ended up they have going – inside joke. Yeah, we, and we were <laughs> outside of that joke. So we ended up uh, – <laughs> getting through that class in the first day and and i kept telling them about louis the 14th you know how great he was and he built this great castle called versailles (laughs) 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 and i'm teaching teaching, i've got a master's degree in history okay but i'd never learned any world history much and what i did i'd read and hadn't heard and paid attention to the pronunciation so i've talked for 45 minutes about Versailles, tell them how great it was you know, and, and, and at the end, old Chad Volker raised his hand. He said, Coach, I think it's Versailles. <laughs> and I said, well, if Chad Volker says it, that's what we're going with. It's Versailles from now. <laughs> Versailles. And you, you fell back in your chair, too, one Friday, didn't you? Yeah. That's, Hit the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about that, then? The, uh, the Egyptians, they had pyramids. If it weren't for this book, I'd not know that. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, to to – to kind of, I, I hate to even begin to say that we're running out of time, but we are. To even begin to wrap up, I want to know, David, this is a question for you. So y'all have known each other for 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. What's, at any time you say Ken Bledsoe or Vaughn Lee, what's the first thing, story, memory that comes to mind? Vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we know that story, but go we ahead know and tell that it. Story now, go ahead yeah. and tell it. We talking about uh, let's get your perspective. <laughs> yeah, we talking about David. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my God! Yes, tell it. Uh, We're not tell, hey, tell I think, it. I think we told this on a triple threat, not a regular episode. We did. We did. Let's go ahead and tell my it. My name's now. not in this. No, no. no. <laughs> Look, hey, okay. Ah. No, I, I got two. Let me run through these oh. real quick. Uh, most, most we told on triple threat, but you know, in the cloth room up here at the field house. I'd handed out, I'd handed out jerseys to the varsity. I guess probably on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, getting they're gonna hand out football jerseys. And we had it in the cloth room, and somebody snuck up behind me and threw. What do we call it? Triple threat. An play, item, an item, item that vibrates. Yeah. Okay, an okay. item that yeah. vibrates. Threw something in behind me, in the, yeah. And so when I just, I got finished handing out jerseys, I just closed the door, and that thing it's still sitting in the floor, just <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> And so you're you're doing the junior high. It's probably, it's probably that yeah. day up there on the practice field that it was 110. Or 100. You said, well, I wish it was 110 over here. It's probably that day. Well, you come in to give the junior high their jerseys, and you open up the door, and it's just sitting there, and you kick it over in the corner. And I think it just runs over there until it just goes dead. Yeah. But, but then the other thing, 
was when we dug up all the sprinklers up here. Oh, my God. And, you know, when we went, me and you <laughs> put all the dirt back in and used that vibrator to yeah. pack what? it all back. <laughs> what? Yeah. Pack it all back down. Wait, 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 wait. Are you serious? Absolutely. Yeah, we ran it. <laughs> Absolutely. Not that. Not that. Oh, okay. oh we talking about like a bomb. Okay. Oh, oh you're talking about a, 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 an a actual like, like, a, like a packer. Yeah, yeah a vibrating a packer. <laughs> we rented it. Hey, everybody's got a hole. Everybody's got a hole that needs to be filled. We rented that vibrating packer, and the thing was heavy. You know, you'd run it over and pack it. We did every one of those up there except one, the one behind the end zone. And Coach Cross comes up there and looks at it, and he said, I'm worried about that. But game one, I don't think that's going to settle. So we had to dig every one of them up and redo them. And redo me, them. Me and you. Yeah. And we'll see, his, here, here was his issue. His issue was that when we – we got it all back down. There was a little bitty was a yeah. pump right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where each one was. Yeah, and he yeah. said that ain't gonna work. And so, I think we discussed between ourselves. Well, it's gonna settle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's gonna settle down. It's gonna be fine. But Coach Gross, you know, he 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 wouldn't have any, had none of it. That's got to be redone and level. And so, we get to we get the season and showing up. Yeah. They all every one of them has a little little sunk in spot right there. The one that we didn't redo or yeah. that we didn't do, it, it was too low. It sunk too low. We had to put. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, sorry, you faked me out when you said you can't you can't go from a vibrator story and then use the same word in another story but talk about a different machine. You. you, you this is a family up. program. You messed me up. Hey, I got supposedly. Hey, you said you said we about done. Now we don't have to talk about none of these things, but I just I just want to run through this. Just let me let me just throw this out there. All right, Pleasant Valley. When you use Pleasant Valley, you come over to watch Bozeman. I remember you coming over to watch him in the gym. Yep. Paul Bears. Cliff can have his dwellers because Paul has his bears. No, Island wait. Tour ninety five. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. <coughs> no. <laughs> Here we go. The Island Tour. It yeah. was. It was. Cliff. What would you say again? Cliff not... has his dwellers. I, I put Cliff can have his dwellers because Paul has his bears. And it bearers. said Island Tour on that's the 95. Right, that's right. Island Tour 95. I still that's got right. that shirt. Yep. Cliff, what was that basketball coach at all? Cliff Ellis. Ellis Cliff Ellis. Yeah. And so, Cliff, Cliff yeah, Bears. Had, right. They were called the, uh, the, the Cliff Dwellers. Cliff Bears. That was Cliff the, Dwellers. The Cliff Dwellers yeah. were, mm-hmm. was the student, student section. Yeah. 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 Right and that's when y'all took off on that 20-game win streak. Oh, yeah. When me and Brownlee was there that that's night. Right. That's when we got them shirts. All right, uh, tires got slashed at the field house. Approached Bronco. Remember when tires got slashed after yeah. game at night? Yeah. And, it, uh, was a, a, it was a oh, Jeter's. No, well, it, no, it was Jones. It was Jones. Jones. Two of his was done, but yeah. I got all four approached. Mm-hmm. All right, Ozark, Alabama. Went to see Lori Morgan, Leroy Parnell. You remember that? Yeah. Kim Folk came up to clean up. Heflin and T.R. Miller went to watch them in the state championship game. Me and you and Brownlee and DeBose rode yes, over. I'll wear yes. across the Jamie state. Jamie Riggs back. was coaching at T.R. That, at that yes. time. That was I remember that trip. Driver's Ed Carr. We left Bull. When that night all that happened, we left him in Dothan. Right. Just went off and left yeah. him. <laughs> just yeah. left him. Find a way. We yeah. gotta go. <laughs> he just, we just left him. Why? In Dothan. Uh, he was taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> Docking. Remember the band Docking? That's what I went to see Docking with. Okay. He still got the ticket. He still got the ticket to that show. Panama City. Yeah. Docking at Spinnakers. River Fest with Bon Lee and Chris Cagle. That's How many right. times we do that? On the, went from old Hatchie uh, all the way up. Yeah, about three times probably. Yeah. I, that was some good times. Yeah. Mark McCrory 
Blocking a punt in practice. <laughs> that was classic. He, he blocked it, and Dubose told him, got you one, did you, big man? <laughs> this, this is a coach. Well, look, I mean, all right, so Mark, so – so we got here. We have. I'm 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 the head coach here, and I've got as assistants Vaughn Lee and Jamie Dubose. <laughs> assistants. Yeah. And, and then a, a fellow by the math teacher Mark McCord. Now he was professional water ski. He was a, he was mm-hmm. a professional really? water ski dude. Really. Callaway. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Callaway guards us together. He was he was a real deal, you know. So, <clears throat> so so what we did was we took. You know we had we had a lot of kids out there playing and everything. Of course, in like most places, you know we had about you know, 25 to 30 who would play, and then we got another 20, 25 or so that, you know, are you there. Know, we're there. Yeah. You know, ERWs, eat, ride, and warm up, guys. Yeah. Oh, I got to remember so, that. <laughs> ERWs. ERWs. All right, so. so <clears throat> Pretty good. You know, the one, one thing about, you know, and, and Vaughn told me this. He said, now, look, if I come, if I, if I come to you fall, you've got to promise me. That I'm just not gonna be like it was at Pleasant Valley and Dennis Cook make me give everybody the same number of reps. <laughs> he said, I got these guys that ain't never gonna get in the game and they getting all the same number of reps as my starting guys and, 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 and Coach Coach Cook is insisting on having. I said, It ain't gonna happen at you fault. And so to solve that, what we did was <clears throat> us three, me and Vaughn and Jamie Dubose, we practiced the first group and we sent Mark McCrory to the back 40 with who we call McCrory's boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all these dudes. I'm talking about you can imagine the stuff don't ain't on right and they just like <laughs> going down there. And so of course he he, he didn't know anything about football. So Vaughn Yeah. <laughs> so so that's it. So Vaughn <laughs> made him up some some play cards. About four wing T plays, <laughs> and they got down there and they scrimmaged those four plays for the entire practice. <laughs> I mean, they were they down were there. efficient. They were there for two hours, right? And so it it was it was the best motivational thing I've, I believe I've ever seen because them bo- the kids that went down there hated it. They absolutely hated it, and they would be going down there. Please, coach, let us stay with you today, coach. I, I'm, I'm good enough to be with y'all. Come on, come on, coach. I don't want to go down there. Go, go. They knew so, trap. They knew belly. They knew buck. <laughs> I mean, and of course, McCrory, he's down there, and of course, they never could get it right. And so he's screaming, and, the one hole, go on, the one hole. That's Mark McCrory. So. So we had a we, we McCoy didn't know what a one hole was. <laughs> <laughs> right. One three five, dang it! <laughs> it wasn't like what Bear Bryant take them guys to Junction. Was it, like, was it like going to Junction? Down down there. Going, yeah, down there. Okay, so about like Junction. So so we was having we was having our special team period, and so they all came back up for that. And so we're we're there and going through punt, we're punting and so. So McCrory, he's going to he's he's going he's going to put a little pressure on the punter, you know. He's going to give him some, you know, give him a look, so to speak. Make his mark. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and so he he like gets on the edge right there, and I mean he's all he's all he broke down in his stance like that. He's ready to go. So the ball gets snapped, and he takes off. And I mean he goes in like this. He doesn't lay out. I mean he just like just like throws himself up like this, and the ball goes. 
Because you know it's a coach, everything in front of these kids, and you know, <laughs> reputation type stuff. And so finally, so he comes, he comes falling over there. And so Jamie Dupo says, "Got you one." <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh, I, that was that, that, was, that Brownlee pump block. That's a good one there. Yeah. <laughs> you lock a pump on that thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I still use it. God. I just wish we could have laughed. I mean, it would have yeah. been so good if we could have You just... didn't after Dubo said that? I mean, I was still... How did you not? I mean, is that... God, Grit your teeth, man. That's it all you can just, do. Golly, I'd have died. I'd have died. <laughs> Got you one. You still ain't good enough to move up here. <laughs> Go scrimmage. Go scrimmage. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, did, you, did you shoot that copperhead at the water down there with that shotgun? Yes. When we was cleaning off that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought that was you. I couldn't remember. <laughs> All right, uh, you, copperhead down there. You want to do recommendations? Uh, yeah, where, they don't have. Where, where y'all at now? Yeah, I told them to have one. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think they know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you at now? What school are you at? in Georgia? I'm at uh, Central, Central in Carrollton. Central High School in yeah, Carrollton. I coach varsity baseball, and I'm the head middle school football coach at Central Middle School. Okay. So is that in the center or like the north or the south? Uh, when you go. I'm, get, I'm being, I'm being. You know where smart. Bremen is? I'm being smart. It's I know okay. where Bremen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a ride so, at Bremen, and you're in Carroll County, and everybody that's not in the Carrollton city limits is in Central, which they're all over Carroll County. Yeah. So most of them go to. So you're in a county system. We're a county. Yeah, it's a county. good school system. Really How long school you been there? Uh, left Alabama. I was left at Heflin. Yeah, I left Heflin. I retired, and then uh, I got a call from Temple, Georgia, a guy that was an. Originally in Alabama, had called and asked me if I wanted to be the office coordinator there at Temple. So I took it and uh, stayed there for three years. We had two real good years and then a bad year, and he retired. So um, Central called and asked if I wanted to come there. And originally, I was going to be the passing game coordinator, but the middle school job come open, and the teaching job that goes with it is a great job. <laughs> And I could stay at the high school and coach baseball. So I'm I'm on I'm gonna probably do both one more year. Then I'll probably just go to the high school after next year. But good year. You so, won't say what I'm doing say, now. Yeah, you won't say. Well, or or not. Well, you know, I'm, is this recommendation time or is this like yes. what I'm doing now? Either or. All right. Well, well, you know, I'm I'm finishing up 23 years at uh, Springville Middle School. I was head basketball coach here at Asheville. And then uh, in 2000, went to Springville Middle School and got back into coaching about eight years ago and uh, did it did it for a little while. And so now I'm, I'm leaving uh, St. Clair County, leaving Springville, and going going back down around Andalusia, where I'm from, and uh, going to be the head basketball coach at, at, at Pleasant Home. It's a 1A school, um, deep south Alabama. has a great basketball tradition. Um, Won three state championships and 20, 21 state tournament appearances. Have had a runner-up finish and and things. And I'll be doing uh, <coughs> be doing PE. It'll be crowd crowd control. <laughs> crowd control once yeah. again. Yeah. And uh, all 40 kids. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, we have about graduate classes. Runs about, about 40. 40. There you go. And um, and I am the basketball coach. I'm the varsity, JV, the eighth grade, and the seventh grade coach. Wow. Woo! Doing all of them. Woo! Uh, so. 
One thing about it, they won't be much dissension on the staff. (laughs) (laughs) If there are, you're going to have to have a talk with your psychiatrist. Absolutely. But I do have a recommendation. Go for it. I do have a recommendation. Start us off, and then we'll go around the table. Well, um, you know, one place that, uh, (sighs) that, you know, you just you can't beat for Mexican food, and that's Habaneros in Trussell, Alabama. Yeah, it really, absolutely. Now, is that where y'all have been? Y'all, you no. Has Carrie told me about that place? There's uh, a Mexican joint in Trussell that she's talked about. I don't know. There, I don't there's, know if that's there's, 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 there's a couple. There's but. there's several there that 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 people like and recommend, but but I can just say you just take my word for it. Habaneros is the best service, um, <clears throat> quality of the food people i mean they they take care of everything and so my my dish of choice and i all i have to do is just walk in and i just they'll say same thing and i say same thing and it is a chicken quesadilla fajita chicken quesadilla no peppers no onions and absolutely get substitute the black beans for the refried beans they have the best black beans i have ever had and it is unbelievably good. Matter of fact, going there tonight. I, that's where I had lunch today. Ah, mm, had it for lunch. Chicken quesadilla dinner. No peppers, no onions. Black beans. Black beans. Black like beans, it. man. That sounds good. That's kind of how uh, Wilson is at the local Mexican restaurant. He'll go in there and say, "Sweet tea, yep. Hot sauce, Sometimes, yep." Yeah. yeah. So they make a homemade. They call it picosa. They make a homemade hot sauce, and I'm a hot sauce guy, and it is. God, it's so good. It's the perfect taste. And what I do is I'll dip my chip in the picosa, and then I'll dip it in the queso, and it gives the it, it the cheese takes away some of the heat, so it doesn't bite as much. So my recommendation: but the chip adds smoky flavor. You know what? That might be my recommendation. <laughs> is that hot sauce from Mikasita? So go ahead. I just I just don't, I yeah, just don't go ahead. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation is uh, game seven. Okay, and that's that's kind of a of broad of anything because, you know, a lot of people, they don't like professional sports for one reason or another. And, of course, you know, not everything ha- goes into multiple games. But when you get into a game seven of baseball or basketball or hockey, that's the, some of the best of that sport you'll see because yeah. it's, it's win or go home. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, especially hockey. Like, and I'm not a hockey guy, but those guys, man, they will slap each other so daggum hard. If they're willing to go sit in timeout, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever it takes. But, you know, we watched uh, Game 7 last night of the uh, the Heat and the Celtics. And it wasn't quite what it was, but I think the Celtics just didn't have anything left in the tank after yeah. trying to make a run to get to that point. Well, Tatum but, got hurt. Yeah, yeah, and then Tatum, Tatum got hurt. Yeah, ankle. But, um, now, Game 7. If you get a chance yeah. to watch a Game 7, even if you're not a fan, watch yeah. it. Because yeah. those guys going going 100%. Yeah, you're yeah, right about that. I'll even watch them. Game seven baseball game. Yeah, and I don't watch baseball. Yeah, and I don't watch. I don't watch the MLB. I watch college baseball. I won't won't watch the MLB, but I watch Game Seven of the World Series. I watch Game Seven. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That that. Thank you, Coach. That is my recommendation. (laughs) Hot sauce and queso. Go. All right. The song "Somewhere in the Vicinity of the Heart" by Allison Krauss and Shenandoah. I know y'all all all like that. Allison Krauss and Shenandoah had a song together? Yeah, I know you like that Allison Krauss and... I love Shenandoah. Brad Paisley song. What's Mm -hmm. the one they do together? It's that one they do together. What's the name of this one? It's called Somewhere in the Vicinity of the Heart. I think it's better than the one everybody likes so much that she does with Brad Paisley. Whiskey Lullaby. Whiskey Lullaby. Whiskey Lullaby. Well, I think this is a a lot better than Whiskey Lullaby. I like it a lot better. Allison Krauss and Shenandoah. Somewhere in the Vicinity of the Heart. That's it. 
That's it. Is that it? Yeah, I know. Oh. I know it's my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if you'd ever heard it before. Have you heard it? No. Well, I think that's. I, think I love this in Shenandoah. Lot, I'd lot rather two listen dozen to roses, that. baby. Or Bellamy Brothers. Redneck girl, that's a good one too. <laughs> we listen to the heck. Hey, she's out got of that, the she's we? got her name on the back of her belt. Yeah. So, so y'all's y'all's artist was the Bellamy Brothers, and mm-hmm. you and John Gross's artist was uh, o, um, Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean. Yeah, I must Billy say Frank Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, <laughs> Frank Ocean. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Yeah, Frank Ocean. We listen to the heck out of that and that yellow <laughs> grand pricks or whatever it was. Pricks, <laughs> grand prix, whatever. Yeah, it was Buick Regal, whatever that thing. <laughs> Go on your way to football yeah, practice football over practice, here at Billy Ocean every day. Man. Good times. All right, Coach. All right. Uh, past 25, 26 years, I've lived in Heflin, Alabama. As soon as you get off the interstate there on exit 199, there's a big restaurant to your right called Damn Yankees. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the better restaurants in the state. People drive from really? all over to that place. And really? The chef is unbelievable. The food's great. And uh, What do you recommend there? Oh, man. Or what do you get? Any, I've never had anything bad there. It's really just... So you don't have a regular, you just kind of rotate on what you get when yeah, you go? Yeah, just go in and just pick it off the list, and it's going to be good. They also have on exit 205, it's called Sweet Southern Market. There's another restaurant there in Heflin. Well-kept secret. Really? Yes. Sweet Southern Market. See, there's, Southern a, Market. Uh, there's a Cajun restaurant in Lincoln that he took me to. Oh, Crossroads? Rick's Crossroads? Rick's Crossroads. Yeah. That is yep. <laughs> amazing. Mom and it's, Pop's and it's, still up over no, they shut down. It sits up on this uh, hill, like you go, like, it, like on your way to Talladega, on, yeah. on the way to the racetrack. Hey, get this! It's oh. at the crossroads. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, of seventy-seven and seventy-eight. Yeah. It is really wow. stinking good, and I'm a big Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> you might run into Steve Vai. Sorry, right that was the you perfect might. wow. That was wow. <laughs> that was, uh, you've never been, right? I ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, yeah. you, you follow, follow though. Benny, you, you follow for <laughs> like sure. Drive time an airplane down there. <laughs> Old Mexico, shoot it in, man. Old Mexico, you follow Alabama. You've been there a few times. Yeah, Old yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Was that in downtown? Yeah, right there at the intersection. I've been. I've been to that restaurant. I've been to that Mexican joint. That's the best. That town has more good restaurants than any town mm-hmm. I've ever been in. Lived in. It was the a creek. Restaurant. Is that the one out there? Yeah. Is it still open? Yeah. No, it's yeah. not there. Anymore. Is it not anymore? It's not. It's not. It's Those not. people drive for a long way to go eat there too. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I'm on. I'm, I don't know if anybody from Springville's going to be watching this. This, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this and talk about, you know, and, and they, they'll, they'll get it. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't have time to go into. But <laughs> back in Eufaula, had great restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> great. Back in Eufaula. Yes. Back in Eufaula. Hey I'm man, that's mo- that's most fun coaching I ever had. I don't know if it was for y'all, yeah. but I that's learned, the most fun I ever. I had. learned from Russ. Like I went into it with a professional standpoint is I'm going to learn as much as I can while I'm here from him and I catch myself a lot like he was on the cutting edge of a lot of things you know we had Tommy and Terry Bowden all the time in there Steve Spurrier you know we were constantly learning the cutting edge Mark and Rick. you know we'd go fishing a lot and yeah. things like that and we so we'd talk football and and uh I, I took a lot what I learned from him and into my future jobs and he was one of the guys, you know, that kind of was influential to me. And I was an office coordinator for a quarter of a century after I left there. And, you know. Well, I'm going to say something about about Bon Lee and football. It is one of the greatest tragedies in this state's history of high school football that Bon Lee was never head football coach. 
I was going to ask that. It is. I, I mean, it is. You know, uh, and I and I have never of, of all the coaches I've been associated with. You know, Hall of Fame coaches, future Hall of Fame coaches, people that should be Hall of Fame coaches but never will. I have never worked with or been associated with a coach the caliber of Von Lee. I mean, he is absolutely. And I look, I've been a lot of places and seen a lot of things and been around a lot of coaches, but he is the best I have ever seen, been around, been associated with. And, um, you know, part of the reason I didn't become a head football coach is because I loved baseball and I didn't want to let it go. And so I was a head baseball coach for 20-plus years, and that was kind of my head coaching half of my year, and then being the offense coordinator was my football. So, you know, I, I'm at peace with it. I'm the head football coach at Central Middle School, which is probably a bigger <laughs> operation than right, right. a lot of one and, eight, one and two A schools around here. It is yeah. – I mean, we have three teams. We have – two-hour weight training classes with one grade in there at a time. I mean, it's it's a first class. Uh, we went seven and one last year, lost the championship. The championship game is on online. Uh, it's at West Georgia University. I mean, it is it is a – football's big there, and I'm kind of getting my head football out of my system now. You're scratching yeah. that itch. Yeah. yeah. I want to end up – I want to hold a trophy up mm-hmm. my last game. And uh, we got beat in the state finals when I was at, at Cleveland County. And I always thought I'd get another shot at it, and I never did. So the next best thing is to is to win one in, at this Central Middle School Football League that they have. And I want to hold the trophy up for the last game one time. Well, you know, a lot of these coaches that I've, I've studied and followed and stuff like that, they'll say, you know, when they were assistants, they – <clears throat> they became the head coach of whatever they were doing, whether it was yeah, coaching yeah. receivers or yeah. if they were the laundry guy or whatever. Do any job that you have like you were the head coach of mm-hmm. that, and that's your program, and that's the mm-hmm. way you do it. So, yeah, that's 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 a good way to uh, – that's a good perspective to have on that, yeah. you know, with uh, coaching, coaching. I was the head coach of that laundry room. People kept throwing <laughs> stuff in on me, though. <laughs> You beat the Comer King Combs. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was Tyler Pro when you, Throw, was he at – were you there when he was there? Same. Yeah. He Pro was, Throw. Uh, you know, when I when I was at Trustful, I could have stayed there. I mean, I really liked Trustful. I love Jack Wood, and I really felt good about being there. But um, when Cleveland County interviewed me, I turned it down the first time, and they said, we need you to come back. We want you to see something. So – I went back and they took me to the, where the, down to the wreck and Tyrone and Todd Bates and all those guys were down there playing basketball down in, in the little wreck courts down there and I sit and watch them. Then they took me over to the baseball field to watch the wreck games and it's like this this is a gold mine about to bust wide open. We'd been getting from football, had a little bit of a, a slip there and you know, they hired a new coach and that guy was bringing me in to, to. Who was that guy? Michael Short. Uh-huh. Michael Short was. We know. There. We know. We know. We know, Short, we know yeah. Coach Short real well. So yeah. Coach Short um, hired me, and um, coming in, like Tyrone was an eighth grader, and Todd was a ninth grader, and then, I mean, we had Rocky Hayes down the road. And we had had good talent, but we were some mentally tough, hard nosed kids, and mm-hmm. and in baseball, we just took that and moved it to. To baseball and they weren't very good in baseball when I got there but I mean we I think we made the playoffs 14 years in a row at one point wow. in our 20 years and um, we were in the quarterfinals three times and 
we turned it into a top ten program. I feel like over the time. So um, Bates at Oklahoma now. Right? Yeah, Bates is a DC at Oklahoma, and I saw Tyrone is at Jasper. Maybe um, I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I, that's what Coach Short told yeah. us last time we talked yeah. to him. He, so it, that's why you win. Man. Yeah, when I saw them, pro, I was like, base. okay, where do I sign up? We went two and eight the first year, six and five the second year, and undefeated the next year and went to the finals the year after that. Always hard-nosed over there anyway. Yeah, had hard some hard-nosed kid. kids. Yeah. And, and Coach Short kind of gave me the keys. said, look, I'm a defensive guy. I want you to do what you want to do on offense. And I called every play for 20 years and never <sighs> questioned anything we did on offense. When did you retire from over there? 18. The last two years we were in 5A, and it was pretty bad. We were in there with Silicaga and mm-hmm, yeah. Beauregard and Clay Central. and We we weren't a 5A program, but we were put in 5A for two years. So the last yeah, two years. Yeah, we know something we were, about that. Yeah, yeah, we do. That was tough. <laughs> Man, was those tough. Cleveland County, Alexandria game back in the 90s and stuff. You're talking about hard nose. Yeah. yeah. We knew we had arrived, right arrived when Todd and Tyrone, we, we beat them. The first year we, we, we went and beat them physically. I mean, pounded them and, and made explosive plays and all the above. We just dominated them. And we knew then, you know, we've done it. We've done it because if you do this to Alexandria, and mm-hmm. we owned them for several years after that because we knew we had arrived. It's nice when you yeah. see that litmus test and yeah. you're like, if we can if we can beat or pass the litmus test, yep. we've made it. Yep. And, and you can build off that success. Yep. And it's nice to finally, yes. to finally get past. I that. remember looking. I was in the press box, and we kicked a field goal to go up by ten with about four minutes to go. And I remember looking out in the the road, and all the Alexander cars leaving with the brake lights on, and they're all climbing the hill and on the cars and stuff. And I was like, "We did it!" You know, yeah. their, their fans are leaving, and we, we've we've done it. So yep. we had Man. a good good stretch, I just got good long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and being well, on the sideline, you can only imagine what the headset was like. Oh, Look yeah. at all them fools leaving. We done yeah. done it, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was, well, uh, guys, thank y'all for coming in. This is yeah, good. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. I, we've, yeah. I, I've enjoyed it as a, you know, the coaching part of me has enjoyed it, but just yeah. the person, just the normal person part of me has enjoyed the storytelling because it's obvious that you three guys have had have made a lot of memories together, and it's always so nice to see. You know, guys that have made memories together because I think we're kind of in the middle of that yeah. right now. You know, in the in the trenches, so to but, speak. But and memories together, even though when's the last time y'all actually worked together? I mean, obviously yeah. the three of you for a while, but when's the last time? I don't y'all think I've seen together? David Murphy since 1995. 95. That's what I was thinking. 95, yeah. I come over to your cabin, yeah. rock lunch over yeah. when he's coaching. You yeah. supposed to be coaching against Dubos in yeah. baseball. We got yeah. rain. That's yeah. probably the last time. Yeah, we saw each other yeah. every once or, or twice. Or maybe at Riverfest. Yeah. Yeah, 95. 95 yeah. was last year we were all together. Yeah. 27 years ago. And yeah. then, um, you follow stuff. I remember it like it was yesterday. I had a great group of people Man. down there and most fun I ever had. You could write a book. Yeah. And we didn't, even, book. we didn't hardly mention having a Brownlee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's yeah. a whole show. Yeah, we had to come back to talk about Brownlee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, guys. we got to have you all back. But we've enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe on Lens Plus if you're listening on Apple Podcast. I just misspoke. Apple Podcast. You say Apple Pie? I did not say Apple Pie. I did not say that. I'm gonna have to play. We're gonna have to bleep that out. We're gonna have to get Aaron and Jake on that. Anyway, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to tune in to all of our social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. Go ahead and subscribe. We're also on YouTube. You can watch this podcast on Spotify and YouTube as well. Thank you to our guests, Vaughn Lee, Ken Blitzo. Guys, we appreciate y'all coming in. Great, great Couch sound. change. Uh, couch change. Don't forget to subscribe, all that good stuff. Right. Don't forget, you can talk or go home.
you said earlier today, the, the f all fogged up. All fo you listen to all <laughs> fogged up. <laughs> yeah, did yeah. she say it or did she not? Yeah. She said the yeah. F word. I think she yeah. said, I flat out think she oh, said yeah. She said fogged, yeah. but it sounded like. Yeah. There was one more, Murphy pissing red. <laughs> 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 